0: While well, the combined death toll in Turkey and Syria from Monday's devastating earthquake has risen to at least 21,000. The area has recorded almost 650 aftershocks since two earthquakes struck. Hundreds of thousands made homeless. The scale of this tragedy is immense. And from his home in Melbourne, uh, Salir Yugel was clinging to hope that his sister could be pulled alive, trapped under the ruin of a three-storey building. And after waiting for news for 48 hours or so, Seville has had the terrible news yesterday that his sister has passed away. Dr. Saleh Yajid, welcome to the panel.
1: Thank you, Wallace, for having me.
0: And look, I, I just want to acknowledge um, your sister uh, Rimsey's passing in what will no doubt Uh, be an extraordinarily painful moment for you and your family, Selene?
1: Yes, yes it is. Uh, Not just my sister. Uh, About uh, 20 of my relatives, they passed away during that earthquake. My sister, my cousin and uh, his daughter, grandchildren, my brother's wife, family, so totally uh, 20 uh, people died from my family because the city that uh, I was born, almost 80% of the buildings uh, either collapsed or damaged. And still the people are under the rubble.
0: Well, um, I just don't know what to say. Uh, Saleh. I'm I'm extraordinarily um, saddened uh, for your losses there. I mean, that is quite something. This is a city. So this is Adyaman, is that right? A city of a quarter of a million, about 150 Ks from the epicenter? That's right. You were given up-to-date information on what was happening there, or not?
1: Uh, well, uh, I'm in contact with my uh, family, although family members, although the connection is limited because no internet uh, is not stable, and um, uh, no water, no no sewage, and, uh, and so uh, the weather condition is very, very, very difficult. Uh, so, uh, but uh, the official figure of the death is, is much more than what has been said in the media because, you know, many people, they just take their deceased and, and bury it without even letting government or authorities know because in, in Islam, uh, the burial should be happened as soon as possible. Uh, so that, that's why from in, in the villages, in the rural area, uh, even in the cities, many people who are buried were not registered. So the number are very, very high
0: yeah so, Lil, we have a panel with us this afternoon it's a panel program, and Rawani joins us as well as James. if they can uh, 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 if possible jump in and might ask her a comment or a thought Rwani, do you have any uh, uh, comments to make on oh, this
2: oh salil just sending you you know it's just devastating and to lose that many family and to have that uh you know, real connection as well to to that loss. I mean, we feel it, uh, Mm. you know, without having that connection, I can't even imagine. Um, uh, Yeah, just uh, devastating. It's, uh, you know, seeing, um, you know, even those rescue efforts um, and Mm. seeing those, you know, those beautiful moments, um, just knowing the uncertainty that those lives, they might live, but, you know, in what conditions to, to go on with. Um, but, uh, yes, uh, would would you say, Salil, the um, infrastructure there, like would that have been a major, you know, obviously, you know, this is such a, meg- you know, it was such a forceful quake, but the infrastructure we're talking about wouldn't have been that great as well in these buildings?
1: Uh, that's right, because, you know, the necessary steps uh, have not been taken. Uh, the Turkey is an area that, that earthquake, uh, you know, too many times happened in the past, uh, particularly the buildings are not, uh, built according to requirement of, you know, uh, to be stable during the earthquake. That's, I think the authorities have responsibility. The people have responsibility, uh, but uh, I don't think so. Everything is done because the same magnitude when it happened in Japan, let's say, you know, hundred people, two hundred hundred people die. But when it happened, a country like Turkey, we see that, uh, Tens of thousands of people die. Uh, so that's why you know, the, the search of building is, is one of
0: the major problems. Right. Uh, James. Yeah, look, so sorry for your loss, Salil. It's hard to imagine a, a worse set of circumstances that we're learning about the infrastructure, the weather. It's, it's below zero for yeah. the people who have a living to live outside. There's the lack of uh, infrastructure, lack of medical facilities at the border with Syria. You've got war complicating the efforts. It, you couldn't do a thought experiment to imagine a worse. Yeah worst set of circumstances. So, Salil, how can people help if they want to do something to uh, assist from New Zealand?
1: Uh, well, I don't know much about New Zealand, uh, but uh, on the website uh, in Australia, we have Australian relief organisations. They are collecting uh, donation, and that donation uh, will be sent to Syria and Turkey uh, because the last suffering. You know, many people, they don't have to shelter, no tent. And uh, I, my, my relatives, they are sleeping in the car because the houses were damaged and they cannot leave by the way also cuz still some of the family members are under the rubble and waiting to get their bodies mm-hmm. um i in australia there are quite a couple of humanitarian aid organizations there collecting donations but in new zealand uh, i don't have uh, much any information about it uh
0: Salih, for the next steps the the next part of the process for you for preparations for wider whānau, wider family. What now for you? Well, first of
1: all, uh, I'm thankful, you know, to Australian government, thankful to Australian people. I'm very thankful to, you know, my community, my friends, my relatives, my university. Uh, But uh, there is a a huge issue there. The people, they have trauma. You know, many people, they have some psychological problems here. Uh, You know, when I received such... uh, text messages, phone calls. Uh, it, it, it helps me a lot. It, uh, it, it means a lot for me. And in addition, I'm trying to kind of like use my emotion, emotion for the good purpose, for the common good, keeping myself busy with the good things, keeping my family with the good things. But that's helping us, you know, for dealing yeah. uh, with, with, the, the, with the issues, uh, you know, at least coping with the grief and, and, and healing.
0: And it's quite hard to imagine, uh, uh, Dr. Eugene, but uh, do I understand that uh, this happened and yet you're a lecturer, um, you didn't miss class. Uh,
1: Yes, I I didn't. I didn't because uh, some of my students, they were waiting for two years due to COVID, they couldn't make it. Uh, I did not want to cancel it uh, because these students, they are going to be chaplains, so they're going to provide emotional care, spiritual care for those who are in need, the patients in the hospital and in the crisis. And some of my graduates, for example, they, are, uh, they joined the crisis captain in New South was in the bushfire. So that's why uh, I did not want to, uh, you know, delay my course. And uh, But I'm thankful to my students. They, they also provided me a lot of help. I think uh, one of the the best therapy for me it, it was be with them and, and teaching and learning from them, well,
0: Doctor Yigir. I really appreciate you taking the time out for us to, um, uh, to come on to Radio New Zealand. Thank you. Thank you so much. You. Yeah, be well. You okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not really, but no. what do you say, Aim? Eh? What do you say? Yeah. It is 70 to 5. You're on the panel on RNZ National. Um, and we, if you missed that, we were talking to Dr. Surya uh, Zhao, who uh, was clinging to hope that his sister would be put out of the, life, uh, out of the rubble. But no, her, she and 20 family members have uh, passed away uh, in the city of Adyaman in uh, Turkey.